Hi, I am Charmaine Espinosa, and I will discuss one of the experiments we conducted in our lab regarding DDGS, which is the effect of origin of DDGS on allele digestibility of amino acids and acid hydrolyzed ether extract by growing pigs. Distillers dried grains with solubles is a co-product of dry meal ethanol production. While the majority of DDGS produced is fed to ruminants such as the beef cattle and dairy cows, DDGS has also been used in swine feeding for more than 50 years. Corn and sorghum are the two grains that are most often used in the production of ethanol in the United States with corn being predominant. However, in some cases, wheat and barley may be used in ethanol production. So this is just to have a quick background of how DDGS is produced. Corn can be converted into fuel ethanol by three commercial processes, the wet milling, dry milling, and dry grind processing. And in the United States, most of the ethanol is produced by dry grind ethanol plants. The corn is ground through the use of a hammer mill to increase the surface area so the microbes and enzymes can more efficiently access the nutrients, mostly starch. Then, the starch is digested through the use of an alpha amylase enzyme and glucoamylases to convert it into sugars that can be metabolized by microbes. These undergoes fermentation with carbon dioxide and ethanol as the major products. Ethanol is distilled from the fermented liquids and the remaining liquid mash is separated by centrifugation into distiller's grains. These are then reconstituted and dried to make the distiller's dried grains with solubles. DDGS from most modern United States fuel ethanol plants typically contains about 27-29% to 29 protein, 10-12% to 12 fat, at least 30% neutral detergent fiber, and about 6-10% starch. Composition, however, can vary between plants and even within a single plant over time due to a number of factors. And to improve the nutrient composition of this DDGS, some plants are beginning to implement various fractionation processes in order to produce multiple product streams. New developments and technological innovations, to name but a few, include more effective enzymes, higher starch conversions, better fermentation, cold cook technologies, improved drying systems, and decreased emissions. And many of these improvements can be attributed to the design and operation of the equipment used in modern ethanol plants. Effective fractionation can result in the separation of high, mid, and low-value components. Many plants have begun adding capabilities to concentrate nutrient streams such as oil, protein, and fiber into specific fractions, which can then be used for targeted markets and specific uses. These new processes are resulting in new types of distiller's grains. When front-end grain fractionation is used before ethanol is produced, corn is usually degermed and dehulled, which results in production of high-protein DDGS. Oil may also be removed by centrifugation, and a low-oil DDGS containing 7-9% fat result from this process. It has been demonstrated that addition of fats into diets fed to pigs often increase the digestibility of amino acids 
and it is therefore possible that removal of fat from DDGS influences the digestibility of amino acids in DDGS. However, it is also not known if this effect is something that is generally observed or if it can be attributed to a specific supplier. It is therefore the objective of this research to determine the apparent allele digestibility of acid hydrolyzed ether extract, crude protein, and amino acids in seven sources of low oil DDGS, determine the standardized allele digestibility of crude protein and amino acids of the said sources, and to determine if these values are consistent among suppliers. Pigs were allotted to a two-period incomplete Latin square design with three replicate pigs in each period. Each experimental period lasted for seven days. There were eight diets in this experiment, which involves a nitrogen-free diet to determine the basal endogenous losses of amino acids and protein. The seven remaining diets contained each source of low-oil DDGS as the sole source of amino acids. The initial five days of each period was considered an adaptation period, and the ileal digester samples were collected on days 6 and 7 for 8 hours. The DDGS sources used were analyzed for dry matter, AEE, crude protein, and amino acids. The same is true with the diets and ileal digester samples that were analyzed for the same nutrients with the addition of chromium analysis. With this, we can then calculate the AID of AEE and the AID and SID of crude protein amino acids in seven diets containing low-oil DDGS. These figures shows the crude protein concentration of the seven sources of low-oil DDGS using the experiment. The x-axis represents the seven DDGS sources labeled as DDGS A, B, C, D, E, G, and H. The y-axis represents the response variable, and this representation would also apply to the rest of my figures. The mean crude protein in the seven low-oil DDGS sources was 28.04%, and this value is within the range of crude protein values of DDGS reported from previous research. The AEE values of DDGS sources range from 7.19 to 9.14%, which could indicate the reduction in fat concentration from conventional DDGS through centrifugation. The concentration of lysine in the DDGS samples used in this experiment was between 0.95 and 1.04%, which is greater than most previously published data for low-oil DDGS and could indicate that these low-oil DDGS sources were less heat damaged than previous samples. Greater AID of AEE was observed in DDGS E, G, and H compared with DDGS A, B, C, and D, which may indicate that the sources with a greater AID of AEE may provide more energy to the pigs but because the DE and ME were not determined in this experiment, this hypothesis was not confirmed. There were no differences in the AID as well as in the SID of CP in the seven sources. However, there are differences in the AID of amino acids in the seven sources with DDGSB having greater AID of lysine, methionine, 
threonine, and tryptophan than DDGSC, D, G, and H, but was not different compared with DDGSA. And the result observed in the AID of the four limiting amino acids also applies to the remaining indispensable amino acids. And if we take a look into the SID of the four limiting amino acids, we can observe differences among sources. If we take a look into each of the SID of lysine, methionine, threonine, and tryptophan, we can observe the same results as what we saw in the AID of the four limiting amino acids by which DDGSB had greater SID of lysine, methionine, threonine, and tryptophan than DDGSC, D, G, and H, but was also not different than source A. In conclusion, there were differences in the AID of AEE and amino acids and SID of amino acids in the seven sources, and therefore, the digestibility values for low oil DDGS sources are not consistent among suppliers. I would also like to point out that the DDGS sources using this experiment had greater lysine concentration, lysine to CP ratio, and SID lysine than previously reported values, and this is likely a result of less heat damage in the DDGS that is now being produced. I would like to acknowledge Cargill Incorporated for the financial support of this project. Thank you for listening, and if you'd like to learn more about other topics in nutrition, you can visit our website at nutrition.ansi.illinois.edu.